0: And at that point, rap, 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 rap.
1: What?
2: The door opens. Previously on The Thief.
1: Lady Merchant, I apologize for the inconvenience. It's fine, Laura.
2: The Thief is is a Dungeons and Dragons actual play with just one player.
1: Okay, I got a seven.
2: Cece Wayne.
1: What? Aye, it was last minute, but I believe the details are here.
2: And a full cast of NPCs. Supported with soundscapes.
1: You're afraid the contract for this morning's caravan has been cancelled?
2: The original world is grim, and it is unlikely the thief will survive.
1: Ah, uh, of course. Here. Remind them all that contracts with the merchants are always fair. I. And apologize for the inconvenience.
0: And she closes the door behind her.
3: She's forgotten that I exist. She's going to remember, I have no doubt that I'm here. And when she does that, what I don't want her to catch me seeing is just the fact that she let her guard down for a second and stopped pretending to be the all graceful, all knowing lady merchant. I'm not here to rip off the merchants, right? Like that's not my goal. On a random day, that might be my goal. But today, um, my goal is to look for something that could help me understand why my handler is in jail and why he thinks this is
1: the thing I need to pay attention to. Let me be frank. This position pays two silver pennies per day, paid monthly. The day is yours. But you're expected to be on premises from dusk through dawn. You will have quarters here that Nora will see to. I
3: feel like I've been following her gaze. And you have Sundays off. Maybe occasionally looking down on purpose if I feel like I'm meeting her glance for inappropriately long amounts of time and then looking back up at her.
1: I will advance one week's pay so you can properly accommodate yourself. And your shift begins this evening.
3: I say, um, absolutely ma'am. And I nod my head. Give me your arms. And I awkwardly stand up and hold my arms out. (gasps) Must forgive the
1: rituals of business.
3: My mental image of what I'm wearing is like the Downton Abbey servant's attire. So I'm guessing she would have to roll the sleeves up. But I don't have like jewelry on or anything like that is what I mean, really.
0: Nora, it's important.
1: No, Marley. The time is no good.
3: I glance at Lady Merchant to see if she is hearing this.
0: I'm a family friend, I expect an audience.
1: You are not presently welcome. I demand it. stop making a saying. Well, let's make this official.
3: I follow her and I stop at the side of the desk as opposed to across from the desk.
0: You can see a stack of announcements about the Lady Eleanor Merchant's betrothal to Lord Connery. She opens to a loose leaf register. Reaches for a pen, dips it in coagulated ink, taps it on the ridge of this ink pot.
1: You can write your name.
3: Yes? I nod. I'm going to write Asta as the signature. And I'm going to write it in what I can only describe as, like, Dr. Chicken Scratch. I wanted to demonstrate that I know how to read and write. The long game is if she's pretending to be the daughter of someone who keeps an inn, and the two of them are probably the only employees, that they have to keep the book somehow.
0: What does Symphony's signature look like were she being above board?
3: That's really interesting. I actually feel like Symphony's signature is some sort of symbol so that people who know what it means knows it's her, and other people who don't know what it means can't read it to try to gain the
0: information. Then what I'm going to ask you to do is... Role, Dexterity plus your performance. This is about your ability to forge.
3: Um, so I got a 17.
1: Let me make something clear. You are a new face, and so you are an untrusted face. If anything untoward should occur, you will be the first I will suspect. I am not some retiree gumming her porridge. She doesn't pretend to
3: look terrified, but she tries to have almost a very uh, deferential, whatever you say, kind of uh, nod.
0: I'm going to roll an insight check for Lady Merchant. There's a pregnant pause, and the next time that us meets Lady Merchant's eyes, she has raised her chin A little.
1: Okay. I think we see eye to eye. You may leave.
3: While taking a few steps backward while facing her, I say thank you, Lady Merchant.
1: Milady, there's someone requesting your audience. Mr. O's god, yes. I'm Milady. He's out front making a scene. Shall I send him away? Yes. It's just. Well, you see him away many times already. Nora, we have a guest. Please do as I ask. I'm a lady. Is this my relief? She is. Congratulations. Please see, she has quarters here. Be sure to advance her seven days' pay.
0: And she steps aside.
1: Let me show you out.
3: I do that thing where uh, it's not like a curtsy, but they all just like lower their legs for a
1: second, and I follow Nora out. i your advance. I'll make sure it's in your hands by the time you begin your shift. If you don't have anything to wear that's appropriate... Here, welcome to look through me wardrobe.
0: Nora guides you back the way that you had come down the hallway past Eleanor Merchant's Hi there, room. How
1: How'd the interview go? And your advance should cover anything else that you need for the subsequent days.
0: You pass in front of the large double doors distended out of the hall by a not immodest foyer. It's the new Mulberry. An optimistic congratulations, I hope. There is a doorman standing with his hand on the door handle. Mr. Osgard is still in the courtyard. What shall we do with him?
1: He's not to have an audience today. Please say that he is removed from the property.
0: And Nora guides you to the servants' quarters. That'll do. We'd all be better off if he just followed his sister wherever she went. There is. Um. Interestingly enough, a young gentleman standing in front of a window before you reach the servant's kitchen. Uh,
2: She doesn't even know your name.
0: Quit fooling yourself. He takes a moment to greet you and Nora.
2: Oh, uh, good morning, Nora. And to you too, miss.
0: But his attention is clearly out front. And with your 20 perception, what you see is your new friend, Isabel Hart of... Lorim's Hill, beginning her day. She enters after passing back and forth a worker's note. Quit bossing her around you, crone. And the moment that you clock her identity, you hear a longing sigh come from the gentleman at the window. You look like a summer's
2: day. Oh, hello, Isabel. Imagine meeting you here, where you work what am I thinking um, hi Isabel uh, that old that old hag giving you what for you,
3: why why did I tip my hat what am I doing
2: Isabel isn't it hi why am I saying your name like I don't know you what's wrong? With you?
3: I definitely wanted to ask her who that young gentleman was, like in a whisper.
1: Ah, that is the carriageman, Godwin. He would've been halfway down the road by now, but it looks like he just won a the holiday. So I feel like
3: what I want to know is if what I noticed is easily noticeable by other people. And I just say to her, oh my, he seemed a little distracted.
1: Did you, did you notice that? Godwin? No, I don't speak with him. He and Isabelle do not live on the premises. Here is your home sweet home.
0: On cue she pulls the curtain aside and it reveals a small room with a bed tucked against one wall. It's underwhelming. And what's even more underwhelming is... That on the other side of the room is also a bed. <laughs> um, yeah, this is unmade, with the ruffled evidence that someone had sat here or maybe put their shoes on before leaving.
3: Can I ask
1: who my my room partner is? Ah, of course. Rooming with Ainsworth. She's one of the maids who work here during the day. I think you'll find her pleasant. She's very young and a little messy. Having to share quarters with someone should correct some of that behavior. I think we could
3: montage this. There's not a lot of very specific things I want to do. I mean, with nine hours, I think she probably goes back home and just does a general community-like check-in. She comes back maybe an hour ahead of time. Gets dressed using Nora's wardrobe. Then checks out the kitchen and like grabs a piece of bread to eat. And then I think the montage is real boring. Symphony is Asta standing by herself and then the like candle just burns. You know what I mean? Like in fast forward. Yeah, I love
0: it.
1: A surprise. It was half expecting to see Nora, but good for her to have a night off. Um. No, 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 no time to linger. It wouldn't be proper. <laughs> but here, these are the tidings from your lady's good friends, the Publix We'll we see each other again, I'm sure. You tend to remember the faces in the dark after curfew.
0: This is one of the evening tasks that Lady Merchant had betrayed to you during your interview. And it is the last of that sort for another hour. But At one in the morning, there's knock.
1: This
3: knock feels much less friendly than the previous one at 10pm, and so... I just want to take a peek from one of the other windows to see who might be there first before I open it.
0: Give me a perception check.
3: Um, I got a 10, by the way, for perception. Okay.
0: He has fit. He is armed. He wears no cape or cloak, but he wears a tunic that fits well of modest make. His hair is combed and held there by some kind of product. What I'm most interested in, though, is his facial expression.
3: Does he seem angry?
0: He seems tired. A little annoyed. Inconvenienced.
3: Mm, Yeah, okay. I go to open the door.
2: You're not Nora.
3: You have excellent perception
2: skills, sir. I have something Nora or Lady Merchant should see. Not you.
3: Tonight is Nora's first night off, in many, many a night. Uh, I don't think she would appreciate me waking her up. But you can come back at dawn, if you wish to speak to Nora personally.
2: That's too late. You're the new Marbury?
3: I nod, um, and I say, um, I'm Asta.
2: Be honest with me, Asta. If I insisted that you wake the Lady Merchant, does this sound like a good night to bother her?
3: He seems to be pretty like honest with me right now, and so I say, um during the day today, the Lady Merchant had to pay a bunch of people, even though they weren't allowed to do her work, and Lady Merchant wasn't paid for that work. So I would guess maybe not.
2: Hmm. Sounds like she's having a bad day. Well Asta. Hi. I'm Hector. Here.
3: Okay, I take it.
2: I couldn't deliver it. I was turned away, flat out. I wasn't let in. There's something up over there.
3: Was she expecting this delivery earlier?
2: It was to be delivered tonight, actually. Look, it's a private business, and I need to return to my post. I really did try, but there's just nothing I can do. I figured the best thing to do with this, short of burn it, was to give it back.
3: Uh, understood. I'll, um... I'll give this to Nora in the morning. I think if she knows you, she might have the best, best way of thinking about how to tell Lady Merchant.
2: If you have to, but it may be better that only three of us know. You, me, and Lady M. Let's keep this close. Just, I don't know, make sure Lady Merchant gets it. I beg you, say whatever you have to to the Lady Merchant to absolve me of any fault. I will. Well. I'm sure we'll see each other again, no Mulberry.
3: I say, uh, see you later, old Hector.
2: And then I close the door and
3: I immediately look inside the envelope. Oh, it's sealed. Okay. Okay. Does it feel like there's money in this envelope and that he's returning money because he couldn't finish a job? No. You
0: can feel the letter inside. It is sealed. Okay. And on the front is an address.
3: Do I recognize the address?
0: You do. This address is for the watch office of your handler. Mm. Osmond. The Thief is an original adventure facilitated by me, Michael Schofield, and played by Cece Way, whose actions steer the narrative. Patricia Wires was Lady Merchant and Nora. Charles Villard was Marley Osgard and the lovesick Godwin. Anna Braithwaite as her lady's maid, Fletcher Nauman as the kind of sinister doorman, Isabella Duffels was the Polwick, and Jeremy Roman as Hector. The licensed music you heard that I just love was Celtic Harp and uh, respectively Medieval Harps 1 and 2 by Blacksmith. The Way It Was, and Lore and Myths by Crypt of Insomnia. The Thief is made possible with the support of patrons bleh, patrons that we call the Feared. Our Thanes, Trey Brundrett and Andy McClellan, and our spear throwers, Rebecca Monson, Mike Gatchley, and Andy Priestner. I appreciate your kind reviews and your word of mouth. See you next time.